Hi, everyone. I do hope you're keeping well. Welcome to uh, podcast number two uh, here with dentaljobs.co.uk. Uh, I'm delighted to have uh, Jeff Purnell join us with uh, from Clyde Munro uh, Dental Group uh, in Scotland. Uh, Jeff is going to be uh, going uh, through with us today um, everything regarding dentistry and all of his experience. Uh, Jeff, firstly, thanks so much for coming on onto the show and being our uh, our second podcast. Um, how are you doing? How how are things of yourself? Hi, Les. Yeah, it's great to be here. Um, yeah, good. Thanks. Good. Just up in a bit of a rainy Orkney today, but uh, yeah, we do have our, our nice days up here as well. So, I suppose the question I'd, I'd love to ask: you know, when do you get sort of blue skies and, and good weather? Is it is it seasons or is it just a mixture? Of, uh... Oh, it's a mixture. I think Orkney's known for having four seasons in one day here, so it can be rainy in the morning and we can have a beautiful evening, and uh, vice versa. No worries. No, I mean, I'm sure we're gonna we're gonna touch on the. Uh on the archipelago shortly of the islands there but um but but okay so firstly jeff you're uh, you're an associate dentist with uh, with Clive Munro um i suppose you know was your passion always to 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 have a career in in, in dentistry i mean you know how did how did you get involved with uh, with becoming a dentist what what your what was your career path to to date so yeah, it's quite an interesting one. So I grew up in Orkney, did my um, primary school and secondary education in Orkney. And uh, it was about fifth year, I realised I had reasonable grades and I was looking into the options that I had there. And I was always interested in healthcare. So I was looking at either medicine, dentistry or optometry at that stage. And I think I was pushed towards dentistry because it was more hands-on and it seemed like something that's kind of something different every day. Um, so yeah, I ended up applying for dentistry and um, I went to Dundee University, okay. and that was 2001. I, I started my um, journey there. Uh, Dundee University was great. It was a really, really good undergrad education. Um, I came out of that, and I actually moved straight back to Orkney because I missed it that much. So I came back to Orkney and did my VT training up here, uh, which was a, a fantastic experience. Um, it was actually part of the, the public dental service at that time, um, but it was great. And uh, during my time up here doing my VT, there were study days. So you were, you were off the island at least once a month, usually down to study days, meeting with a group of dentists. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a fantastic scheme. After my VT, I decided to to stay on up in Orkney for for a year in the, the public dental service. But then after that experience, I fancied getting into the, the general dental service, which is the career pathway most, most dentists go down. Uh, so I looked at my options. I ended up moving down to Stirling, um, where I worked in an established practice for for a couple of years, and then just happened by chance that one of my friends was setting up a brand new practice in the centre of Glasgow, and he asked me to come aboard there. So I spent the next seven years building up a a new practice in Glasgow. Uh, so it was a complete shift from Orkney to to one of the biggest cities in Scotland. I never actually thought of myself as, as a city person. I don't think I'd be living in the city at any point in my life, but uh, I actually really enjoyed it and learned, learned a lot. Uh, during that time as well, I met my uh, wife now, and we've got two two daughters, and the family grew up, and um, and that's kind of why I ended up moving back to Orkney. Uh, so we're looking for a lifestyle shift at that stage. So two young children, and we're looking for the, the best kind of education for them. Uh, the schools up in Orkney are renowned for for being great. They're quite small. The the quality of education here is really good. So, so we decided to to move back up in two thousand and nineteen, and that's when I became part of the Clyde Monroe Group. 
Fantastic. So, so some of the viewers um, who, who will, you know, will, will know of Glasgow, Aberdeen, um, you know, the, the, those major cities, um, Orkney, people won't really be aware of, of, of where or, you know, or, you know, Orkney, you know, where it, where it exists. But I mean, you know, to tell the viewers, I mean, what, what's it like? So Orkney's this, yeah, it's a small group of islands right at the north of Scotland. Um, when you say that, it sounds isolated, but we're really not. We've got three or four flights a day that can get you down to Glasgow or Edinburgh within an hour, um, Aberdeen as well. So you're connected. You're not isolated at all. Um, but it is a different way of life. You are on an island. You, you can't go for, for too long a drive. You drive for 30 miles and then you reach the end of the island, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's not certainly not isolated. Um, in terms of... Uh, things to see and do it. It's very similar to the rest of Scotland, to be honest. You're not really missing missing out on much up here. It sounds to me a bit like uh, Orkney's, like the Maldives, isn't it? You know, it's... <laughs> it's it like, has been compared to the Maldives, yeah. <laughs> maybe not the, uh, the, 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 the the nice hot weather, but certainly sounds like, uh, you know, I've seen some of the, uh, the pictures and videos that have been shared recently. It absolutely looks glorious uh, and, and a brilliant brilliant place to live and you just mentioned one of the key things which obviously you know it's quite family orientated and the schools are great um which is which is awesome um but you must love it because you've moved back there so many times absolutely yeah there's just something about Orkney it's it is different there's a real sense of community here people do genuinely want to help each other out so you're never kind of stuck for anything if you if you've got anything then there's always somebody that will will help you with it um also, just things like in the summer as well, it's the, the, certainly the sea's never warm, but you can go swimming in the sea. You've got clean beaches, clear water. It's, it's, there is something quite magical about it in the summer. That's fantastic. I mean, uh, I'll be honest, Jeff, you're kind of selling it to me to, uh, to move to Orkney with my family. Uh, I've, got a, I've got a young daughter, uh, three, so I, I know the position you're in with, uh, with, a, with a young family. It's, uh, it's, a, it's an interesting one. So... Tell me your experience with with Clive Munro uh, and perhaps maybe mentioning sort of the development, um, you know, since since you started. I mean, it, it, it clearly, um, you know, with your experience to hand, you, you, you've helped set up and, and, and move the dental practice forward by, by the sounds of things. But, you know, how has your experience been to date with, with Clive Munro and, uh, and how have I helped your uh, your career move forward uh, since joining yeah, so so I moved back to, to Orkney in 2019, like I was saying, and two months after that's when Clyde Monroe took over the practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and the experience has been has been positive. Um, when I moved up, there was an established group of clinicians that had worked together with each other for, for a while, and there was a VT on as well. Um, so I felt like I was moving into a practice that's quite well established, and I felt it would be quite difficult to implement new things that I'd learned in Glasgow into this practice. But when Clyde Monroe took over, that was the ideal ideal timing, and they've been great. So, for example, when I was in Glasgow, I got a lot of experience with digital scanners, with Invisalign, with things like that. And um, I mentioned this to Clyde, and they brought in the, the equipment. Anything I needed was was there, and they gave me the time to teach it to the other associates as well who are all great on taking this on board and, and learning, being open to learning these new techniques. So that's been great. They also, um, when I when I said I did Invisalign, they put me on training for something called Sure Smile as well, which is an alternative to Invisalign, very similar, but it's another another option for patients, which is always a good thing. 
Um, they've also just simple things like air abrasion units. So that's not something that Orkney was using at the time. So this is for removing staining off teeth. It's a really simple, painless, uh, really popular treatment um, that was was very popular in Glasgow. And they were quite happy to, to bring in the equipment for that as well. So it's been, it's been really positive from my side. How has um, dentistry changed in, in recent years? I mean, you, you just touched on there around sort of the, the, the digital aspect um, of dentistry with the machines and all those things that are now in place. And obviously when you started off, uh, you know, kind of early 2000s, I mean, you must have seen kind of, kind of, kind of a shift in technology. Absolutely, yeah. So digital scanners were something we'd heard about at undergraduate level, but we never actually seen them or didn't really know too much about them. Um, but that's probably one of the biggest things I would say in terms of innovation and how things are progressing is, is scanners. Um, and they're great because they're they're much more accurate, I find, than impressions. Um, it saves a lot of time on the patients, more comfortable for the patients. And the big thing as well is we're hoping they're going to be a lot more sustainable as well. So we're not having to use all these materials on the patients, having to send things away and get things back, models and all these different things that go into to just making a simple restoration at the end of the day. So, so yeah, I would say scanners are, are the big thing that I've seen coming forward. And also the use of therapists as well. Therapists was something that we were kind of becoming... I mean, they'd always been there, but it was becoming a more kind of new thing. And now I find that for most of my my treatment, I involve the therapist as well, or the hygienist, and get them involved in the treatment just to 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 give the patient the best experience, really. Absolutely, and, and just on that, I think um, you know, for some of the some of the viewers um, on this podcast, will some will be already you know in dentistry, and some will be you know considering a, a career in dentistry. What is uh you know what is the career path, you know be- becoming a you know a fully fledged dentist you know what, how do you how do you set out and how do you start to begin that 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 path or journey what what are your what are your personal opinions on that? So I, I think it goes right back to in Scotland you have your standard grades so, or that's what we had I think it's still the same now. Um, and you really need to be kind of thinking about it at that stage because you need a, a certain number of hires and they have to be the right subjects. So the first thing I say is if you are considering dentistry, look into it fairly early on and make sure you're going down the correct the correct um, subjects at that stage. Um, also try and get some experience if you can as well. Just ask around your local dental practice to see if you can go in and watch for a day and um, get some experience because. Um, Dentistry is a great career, but it isn't for everybody either. And you'll kind of know when you're in there and, and watching what's happening, whether it, it is for you or not quite quickly. Um, so, yeah, I'd certainly recommend that. And then when you do get to the stage where you're applying for universities, I wouldn't try and limit yourself on one university. You're best to, because it's very, very competitive. So the more universities you can apply for, the better. So give yourself kind of flexibility to, to move around to different universities. Um, also try and get something that kind of stands out for you if you get an interview to try and get the interviewers to remember you. So do some research into dentistry, look at a specific subject and bring it up at the interview and that will stand you in good stead. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, there's some, some, some good points there. I mean, you mentioned uh, you mentioned universities uh, a moment ago. Um, you know, what, what, what universities would you, you know, for the, for the viewers listening, would, would, would you ask them to consider or at least look into? Well, certainly in, in Scotland, um, I went to Dundee and it, it was fantastic, but I've also had experience in the Glasgow building as well. And all the equipment there is, is really good as well. And the teachers are great. The, the 
professors and the, the dentists in there that teach you are really good. So certainly look at the two Scottish universities. I am a bit biased there, obviously, I'm in Scotland, but Glasgow <laughs> and Dundee. No, um, it's also Newcastle, which is slightly further south as well. Um, during your time at one of these universities, you'll find that the three universities do meet up for field days and things like that. So you do get to know the the other universities as well. And and Newcastle were always a, a great bunch of people as well. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, okay, so something that we we you know, especially you know, us in 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 dental jobs, we we see too often uh, many many candidates, especially considering um, coming to practice in the UK. Uh, they look at locations such as London, Manchester, you've mentioned Newcastle, uh, Birmingham, um, and, you know, sometimes Scotland isn't always uh, on, on the map. Um, you know, what would you say the true benefits um, of practising in, in Scotland is, um, you know, from a, from a social aspect, from a, from a professional standpoint, you know, what would you, what would you, uh, you know, what, what advice would you give the viewers I think from from a professional side of things, I think the Scottish dental well, the Scottish dental system is very different from the English dental system, and they've both got their their pros and cons to them. But I do think that the Scottish dental system is a superior service you're getting. So it's something called an item per fee. So the the patient pays for what they get done basically. So if you have two fillings, you'll pay for two fillings. If you have one filling, you'll pay for one filling. Whereas the English system is set up in tiers, so there's three three different bands, um, and it's grouped into to different treatment. Uh, so I think that the Scottish dental system is is the better system. Um, it is also being revised at this moment as well. So we should, by the end of the year, have an excellent NHS dental system. Um, this is all dependent on the Scottish government, but it looks like they're going in the right direction now. So we're hoping we're hoping that'll be in place. Um, the other things up in up in Scotland, you've got you've got Clyde Monroe really good support for the dentist you feel like you're part of a big team so you can lean on other dentists and you you've always got a dentist on hand to, to speak to um in scotland itself it's a, a beautiful country it's england's uh, i grew up in england actually when i was a very small england's quite a flat country where scotland has the mountains and space and and uh yeah the the people are, are really friendly up in Scotland. No matter which city you go to, you'll find that, that everybody's friendly up here. Um, we've also we've also got incentives that the Scottish government gives. So if you if you're looking to work in a remote or rural place like the the islands, for example, you do get incentives as well to work up here. So you get a distance islands allowance, which helps with travel costs for coming on and off and on. And like I was saying before, we've got travel networks between the islands, but also the, the mainland of Scotland. We've got international airports, so you can travel across the world from here. You don't have to first travel south to England to to travel to different countries. And um, also we've got fantastic rail networks as well. So if you do have family or friends down in London or England, you can travel from Edinburgh to, to London in a matter of a, a few hours now. So it's certainly not a, a remote place to work. No, I mean, I mean that's you know the the, the the key things really is is trying to you know let the viewers know that you know Scotland is a, is a fantastic place to work, um, you know, and uh, for 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 us really, I think uh, you know we we want to be able to promote promote Scotland uh, as as a great location. Dentistry obviously is key for us as well. Um, so, what advice would you give? Um, you know sort of anyone wishing to, to, to enter the dental profession 
um, you know, who's, who's never had any experience before, um, you know, so you know, what, what advice would you be looking to, to give people just to kind of recap? So I think if you're, well, if you're entering the dental professional, some advice first for a new dentist, I would say gain as much knowledge from the colleagues around you as possible. So when you go into practice, there'll be dentists that are, are more experienced than you and do learn from them, um, interact with them, make sure, make sure you're not going into your own surgery, spending the day in there by yourself and coming out and hoping you've learned the right things. Definitely, definitely lean on your colleagues and learn as much as you can because dentists in general do want to share their knowledge. We're, we're friendly folk, we're, we're intelligent folk. We, we know how to, to share knowledge and, and teach and things. Um, for myself, I would say that it wasn't until really three or four, three, four, five years into practice before I actually became re reasonably confident in just the simple things like filling. So you'll find in university, you'll learn how to drill a, a cavity and how to do a filling. Um, but when you get out into the real world, you'll realize every single filling is different from the last one. There's nothing that can be reproduced over and over again. So every every filling you're learning from. So I would say it wasn't until three to five years before I became really confident. Um, I would say try and get as much postgrad experience as you can. So look for courses, look for courses that you're interested in. So things like, for example, if you're interested in root canal treatment, do more courses in root canal treatment. But also if you find that you're struggling with just the, the basics, fillings, for example, look for those courses as well and try and give yourself a kind of broad knowledge of, of everything before you decide to go down kind of one pathway into, into speciality if that's what you choose. Where could someone, uh, where could someone go and and kind of research courses from 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 your perspective, you know, somebody new coming in? Is there is there a, you know centralised point to be able to sign up to these courses, Jeff? I mean, what what are your what are your views? So in in Scotland, we've got this great thing called NES, which is the NHS Education of Scotland, and they've got a portal, so you can go on and they've got a full list of courses on all the different different subjects to teach. Some are face to face, some are, are virtual now as well, post COVID. Um, so that's a great resource. Um, you've also got things like, for example, this Dentinal Tubules, which is a CPD-focused website. And you can go in there and they've got courses you can download as well. Uh, on top of that, with Clyde Monroe, actually, we've got a, a Facebook page now called Clyde Monroe Careers. Okay. And that's a quite quite a good place to log into, also to see kind of job opportunities, but they'll also say about um, career days coming up. So you can go along to those to, to look at uh, different things. Clyde Monroe have also recently set up a um, a base in Perth uh, for postgraduate teaching as well, which is really good. So they'll have things advertised there now and again for, for dentists to pop along to. Um, social media as well is always a great place. So the, there's the Scottish Dental Network on uh, Facebook, which yeah. have courses advertised now and again as well. So there's uh, there's plenty of places to look for, for postgraduate courses. Excellent. So... Yeah, I mean, lots and lots of information there, uh, and we'll uh, we'll build that in as well to make sure the viewers can uh, can link and, and go to various different sites. So I really appreciate that, um, Jeff. What, what is it that you love, um, you know, about being a dentist? Because you, you know, you you mentioned uh, at the beginning of the show that you know every day is different, uh, no day is the same. Um, you know, what is it? What is it you you get out of bed for and uh, you know strive? What what is it you really enjoy? I think I really enjoy the patient-to-patient -patient interactions. I think that's something that's taken me a long time to develop. It's not something you just come out of university and you're comfortable with. Yep. Uh, some people are, which is great, but for myself, it's taken me time to develop. But I've realised that is the thing that 
I enjoy the most is is going in and seeing the patients, having having a chat with them, getting to know them, and just seeing what I can do for them, basically, and uh, seeing them leave with a smile on their face is the is the best thing. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and lastly, um, it wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't ask ask this question to you. But what do you love about Clive Munro? Clive Munro, I think feeling part of a group. So the practice I was in before was an independent practice, a bit daunting to begin with. But then you realise you've got all these dentists in the same group as you, and you're all part of the same thing, which is fantastic. It means like things like if you're looking to make environmental changes for example that's something i'm quite interested in is sustainability you've got this huge resource of dentists and practices that you can use to to help make a difference that way um so that's great and um, you just yeah you don't feel like you're alone in surgery there's no kind of pressure on yourself really because you've got people to rely on around you as well so you don't you don't feel as as stressed as you you sometimes might do i think that's really incredible to hear because having an organisation where you feel comfortable without to be able to raise your hand and ask questions. And you've mentioned many times on the show that you're able to lean on colleagues and, you know, kind of, you know, absorb information and uh, and help and support, I think is, is really, really uh, incredible. And I think that's kind of the, the culture that, that Clive Munro have been able to put together. And it's, you know, it's evident from, from how, how you've, uh, you know, sort of shared your experiences today, which is fantastic. And Jeff, I've really enjoyed the, uh, the time with you on the uh, on the show today it's been it's been good it's been really informative and uh i really uh, i really i really thank you again is there anything else you want to share anything uh for, for any, any listeners at all uh, i think i think we've covered everything really i'll do a quick david attenborough moment for up in orkney really because i've not mentioned killer whales and, and the, the wildlife up here but just recently i think it was just the other week actually we we're out for a walk along the beach and we did we were lucky enough to see a pod of killer whales coming past us which was amazing uh, and not to, to brag, but just a, a couple of weeks before that as well, I woke up in the night to let the dogs out and the whole sky was lit up with the northern lights. It's it beautiful. Can't describe it. It's something that we uh, we don't get down here in the uh, in the southeast of England. So, uh, again, you know, I've never actually visited Scotland at all. And I think from my first podcast with Nicola, uh, from there, I've, I sort of went home and said to the family, you know, we've got to get a... Uh, a holiday in the Scotland soon but uh, from what you've just said there I think it's going to be uh, uh, sooner than later I think we'll get up there but uh, listen Jeff it's been fantastic to have you with us today and thanks so much for sharing all your experiences um, and also uh, in, indeed in terms of you know advice for, for people looking to start a career in dentistry um, it's been really informative and I really appreciate you having on the show and I hopefully uh, look forward to welcoming you back again soon. Thanks for having me Lewis it's been great thank you.